downtown Apex City just days before the beginning of March Madness 2021. Lights are on in the abandoned office building next to the not-abandoned Apex City Channel 7 News Tower. A broadcast goes out. Hey there, sports fans and hero worshippers of Apex City. You're watching Power Dunk Super Sports, the only program in the city bringing you all the latest news from the year's biggest events, whether you like it or not. I am, of course, Scam Likely, and with me is the ever-radiant Stellar. Stellar, how you doing? It's been a while. Yeah, you know, it has been quite a while, Scam Likely. I was surprised when you invited me on to this with you, but I'm doing quite well. Very excited for... This year's advent of March Massness. Yeah, yeah, and, and in case you've been living under a rock for a while, March Massness is the annual event where a bunch of heroes get together from who knows where to compete and see who the biggest loser, I mean greatest hero is. Hey! Previously, this event took place in some unknown location outside of space and time, but this year has been moved to the newly recovered Hero Island. Yes. I'm sure everyone's excited that this time the location is actually... A place they could visit again if they wanted to. Although, who really knows? This event's a little mysterious. But, uh, you know, it's wonderful when heroes can come together to compete against one another in a event of sportsmanship. I really wish I had gotten to compete two years. Maybe next year. Competitors will be working their way to the center of the island and completing challenges. Uh, speaking of those competitors, I've managed to um, procure a couple of this year's entrants who have joined us in the studio today. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm I'm Mystic. I'm from Rancho Paseo Prime. I'm Cat. I was promised a way out of all of this, but I can see that was a lie. I, it's not a lie. I just uh, stretched the truth on those flyers I handed out. Scam. What? It's legal. <laughs> you shouldn't lie to people. What are you, my mother? No, I'm not that Good. much older than you. But I'm sure your mother is very disappointed in you. Uh, she would be. Anyways, uh, so y'all are from a different dimension, huh? What's that about? Uh, well, there are seemingly infinite dimensions... All just a little bit different, and we are from some different ones yep. than this one. I see. Well, that's fascinating. Did you travel dimensions all this way to compete? Technically, yes, but not quite by choice. Uh, were you forced to compete in March Madness? Mm, more like accidental travel. Well, your names are on the bracket. I so can see that. Something must have gone right. <laughs> I mean, now that we're here, why not? It seems fun. It seems like a relatively safe event, right? Everything's proctored and uh, well cared for and everything, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I don't trust it. And if I don't trust it, you really shouldn't trust it. But I see that I'm being outnumbered here, so... I'm sure it's perfectly fine. They wouldn't invite a bunch of heroes to an island for... Something An elaborately terrible. engineered death trap. Yes, no one would. Uh, no one would invite a bunch of heroes into something that is definitely not legal. Huh. Well, maybe we <laughs> should get into the bracket. Uh yes, that's probably a good idea. So March Madness is starting up in a couple of days. 
Uh, and we have a list of the matchups that were presumably going to just occur on this island. You know, this this whole thing just gives me... This, this feels like I'm going in on someone else's grift here, Stellar. I'm going to be honest well, with you. I don't think that's true. I think it's perfectly legal and on the level. I don't think this is a scam or any kind of deceitful thing. I think this is a perfectly legal, normal event for heroes from different dimensions and different times. Time travel's a thing. Yeah, I guess if anybody's going to know, you're going to know. Uh, so let's just dig into it here. We have this first uh, division of the bracket. This is the, uh, what is this? The Protean City Division. There we are. Uh, so this first one, uh, first matchup, we have the Get Up Noise and Disco. Now, this sounds like a very f similar setup, but looks like maybe it's not. They both sound like they would be music-based. But it seems here that Disco is more oh, light energy. Oh, light-based hero. Ugh. Are uh, either of you two familiar with these heroes? I have no idea who anyone on these lists are. Oh, hopefully you know your own team. <laughs> I'm reading their profiles now, and uh, it looks like Get Up Noise also likes to wear a pink scarf. That's interesting to Cat. But uh, otherwise, I don't know anything about these two. It has been noted. Well, uh, just based on the stuff you see on the documentation here, uh, do you have uh, any... Uh... Like, gut feelings about one way or the other. Uh, I think it would be cool if Get Up Noise could win, and Feedback could win, and then two sound-based heroes could fight. Or compete. Oh. Compete. I'm sure there won't be any fights. Well, surely there's gotta be one or two. It's a, it is a sport, uh, after all. Yes. They don't talk about the... what challenge are being given. So I'm gonna put money on Disco. Yeah, on Disco? Yes. I have an inherent distrust of any hero that uses light powers due to previous uh -huh. experience. You know, you know what you I did. I did what any reasonable hero would do, Scam. Well, you didn't have to do it so well. Right. My money's on the get-up noise. I also have to say, I think I'm going to vote for the get-up noise. Alright, well that leads us into um, the previously mentioned feedback. Versus Gord Lord, Lord of the Gords. Now that's a title. That is a title. You two are familiar with feedback? Very, very yes. familiar. You wanna elaborate? My money's on feedback. I mean if that if it's that kind of relationship, I'll just not pry yeah, any further. Feedback's our uh, teammate and yo. we'd really want him to win. Aw, that's so sweet. No love for this uh individual with a very no. extravagant title. No, huh? just gotta send all the love to feedback, you know? Wow. Well, I can understand having hopes that your teammate will advance in this competition. Although, Gord Lord, Lord of the Gords is a very good name. I'm very impressed by the branding. I I'm looking over the documentation here, and I think that me and this individual might get along quite well, actually. Which one? Uh, Gord Lord, Lord of the Gords. Oh, yes? Why? Uh, just, you know, um... Listen, I I have been told previously by lawyers I have spoken to to never incriminate myself or those around me. Oh, well, alright. 
All right, next up we have uh, Hextinction. Hextinction. And Night Shift. So Hextinction, it says they're from... Uh, says she's from uh, from Apex City here, but I maybe I've never heard of her. You know, <laughs> you ever heard of this? Hextinction. You know, the name seems well, huh? It's almost like it could be familiar, but when I think about it, my head feels weird. I don't. I'm not sure. Well, that's a hero for you. <laughs> Uh, what about you two? Any uh, any thoughts on these uh, two uh, competitors? Well, it seems like Night Shift is a lot younger than the average competitor. Whether that'll help or hinder her, we'll have to see. They both seem like interesting people. Thank you, Cat. Yeah, and uh, but like if you had to, let's say you were, um, let's say you were in a location surrounded by seedy individuals and having to perhaps place money on whether one of them will win over the other. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go with Night Shift. I think she's got some hidden potential there. Yep. I'd go with Night Shift too. Well, I feel, even though I don't remember Hextinction, I feel like I need, I want to see people from Apex City make it through. And yeah, that's something I'm gonna have to agree with you on, because like, listen, I I've been rooting for the Cosmos for years, and they have not done great. Let me tell you, uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna kind of root for them, you know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess that's gonna be an extinction from me. All right, next up we've got Crosswind and Eliza Highwire. Now that's a name. That I am vaguely familiar with. Oh yes, I I know who she is. She was a uh, stagehand's mentor. I knew her from the old circus tapes. Oh, well, she mentored. Uh, you remember stagehand? Worked together with me a lot. Oh, um, listen, I would rather not. Well, you would have to be thinking about stagehand because I know she's in this competition. <laughs> What about what about you two? We've been hmm. let's let's steer the conversation away here, please. <laughs> uh, well, I've seen that crosswind guy walking around, and he seems really tough. But also, like maybe he's not in the right headspace for a competition like this. Uh, but I have not had the pleasure of meeting Eliza Highwire. Very good at sleight of hand, let me tell you. Yes, she's quite the performer. Hmm. I feel like there's quite a lot you can do when control powers. You know, you don't say much, do you? Nope. I see. Well, uh, despite uh, Eliza Highwire's involvement with the aforementioned stagehand, I believe I will have to, you know, like I said, Apex City got a got a root for the home team. Yes, and I feel like I need to root for a stagehand's mentor. Alright, next up we have Mirage versus Meridian. Oh, another Apex City. But I'm not familiar with Meridian. Alright, well we may not have heard of her, but uh, these powers, that sounds like, well at least sounds like what I think I see over there with you, Kat. Any thoughts on this matchup? I like this Meridian chick. She seems pretty cool. I feel like even if I don't know who she is, she's I can't help but want to vote for 
Apex City again. I know I'm very biased, everyone, but if I can compete, I want those who are from my home city to make it. Well, my only thought here is that it seems that Mirage is really just not using her abilities to their full potential in this hero line of work, if you ask me. Mm. Psychic constructs and illusions? Would that I could use any of those powers. Who knows, though? Maybe those will come really, um, like, become really useful in this first round. We still don't know what the actual task is. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that they couldn't be useful as a hero. I'm saying they just might be more useful as, um, uh, something along my line of work. Scam! What? I've gone clean! That's why you're here! Yes, I know. Well, I'll have faith in you. For this one time. These next competitors, I'm not that familiar with. Edgelord and Monkey Prince. Now, Edgelord, I am absolutely certain, was in this setup last time. Oh, yes, I remember. He had a sword. He Didn't he, didn't he tie the first place in one of the uh, unofficial competitions? It was the... It was a sword fighting competition. He tied with someone. I remember now. Well, I think this monkey prince has the potential to do well. He's part of a really powerful legacy. I'm not a big fan of someone who would call themselves Edgelord. Seems a little overdone. <laughs> yes. It may be overdone. I had to put my money on monkey but prince. But having a power listed as, quote, godlike beauty might be a little bit more overdone if you ask me. I don't think he wrote the brief about himself, did he? Hmm. I wouldn't put it past a hero to describe themselves like that. Do you have something to say, Stellar? No, of course not, Scam. I don't know what I would say. I like this monkey prince. I like his abilities. I'll put my money on Edgelord. Seems like a person I could maybe, um, you know, talk to. Alright, uh, so next up we have here, uh, Vaporwave and Crash Override. Uh, my money's on Crash Override. She just seems really cool. Hmm. She's got this whole, like, ro- roller derby vibe going on, and oh, uh, some tech powers, apparently. That's fun. Hmm. Oh, and she's got some magic going on, too. Really just, like, a lot of things, Really huh? a lot of things. Meanwhile, Vaporwave has a very committed aesthetic himself over there. Mm. Oh, teleportation and laser-based weapons. Interesting. This is an interesting matchup. I appreciate Vaporwave's commitment to a more minimalist aesthetic. I appreciate Vaporwave's commitment to painting their things irresponsibly. You would. But I have to say, a hero who likes to skate is... A lot of fun. I think I'm going to go with Crash Override. That robotic Microraptor is making a strong argument in fair favor. I'm in it for the, I'm in it for Marshmallow. My money's on Crash. I mean, both of these really do sound like competitors I could get behind. I'll, I'll put my money behind Crash Override. Why not? All right, uh, now we have the, uh, the last matchup of the Protean City bracket. Uh, we have... Alina Mars and Echo. Hmm. Oh, we've met Alina. Kat and I have. You have? Yeah. Oh, tell us about her. Uh, she has a really cool head. 
and uh, seems really good at problem solving. So I would say she has a pretty good shot at whatever's happening in this competition. Interesting. I liked her a lot. Now, what about her head is cool? Would you say it's just like an interesting shape? <laughs> I I don't think that's what they meant, Sierra. <laughs> Listen, you wouldn't know unless you asked, right? Uh, that said, I've seen Echo around and they seem cool, but I don't know. Alina is just really cool. Yeah, I've seen her in action. She's really good. Well, I don't know much about Echo, but if the two of you can vouch for Alina Mars... I will trust your judgment. I will go with the other competitor here, just as a show of solidarity. Uh, and so with that, we make our way into the first matchup of the Halcyon City Division uh, with Proud Patriot slash Rattlesnake. Is this two competitors? Or? I think it's the same girl. I think she has two different heroic personas. I see. Interesting. Uh, and... The other competitor in this matchup would be Nazgrim Bloodscale. This is a liz- an alien lizard. Well, then they would fit right in on uh, Hero Island. Well, it looks like um, Proud Patriot, aka Rattlesnake, is another one of the younger competitors in this bracket. I hate to say this because, you know, I always want to encourage young heroes but it looks as she's quite new to what she's doing. And in fact, she hasn't really even settled into what kind of hero wants she be if she has two different hero personas. And Nazgun seems to have a lot of training. So I feel like he might have more of an edge in a competition. I, I personally uh, would not be able to bring myself to support someone who is not only one but two different heroes. I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to back. Proud Patriot slash Rattlesnake. All right. Uh, next up, we have here uh, Pippa and Wild Thing. Oh, look, another light hero. Hey, I've seen Pippa's video. They do a great job. I admire them for coming into their own as another influencer. You know, I was a pop star back in my day when I was fighting as a hero. It's nice to see others follow. But it does seem Wild Thing is quite, quite the hero with their abilities. Oh wait, 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 wait a minute! I remember where I know that Pippa name from. Wasn't uh, weren't they the uh, the one that ended up blowing up that house? Yeah, but I mean that got me solved. That listen, I I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, you wouldn't. What's that supposed to mean? I, it it doesn't mean anything. All right, fine. Pippa has my vote. I think I would want to support other influence-type heroes. Uh, what about our guests? I don't know. Wild Thing seems really tough. And uh, if there's any strength-related uh, or survival-related challenges on this island, uh, she might have the leg up. Yeah, my money's on Wild Thing as well. I see, I see. All right, well, next up we have beep boop <laughs> That, I'm reading this, right? This isn't a joke? Yes, that's. this seems to be this hero's mm. name. Beep Boop. Alright, uh, and Salameka. Now, I am seeing here that they have a giant robot, but the robot's name is not Salameka. Yeah, the robot's name is Metal Coatl, so what we have here is a robot versus a roboticist. Huh. 
this feels like a case of bad branding. It's a tough choice. Huh. I mean, as someone who has had to sell things based on their name alone and no other additional benefits that they provide, I can understand wanting to have a uh, a name that provides a certain level of expectation, but also at like the same time, you know, I have all of the information here before me. Your griff's kind of up at that point, right? You're right. I'll go with I'll go with the one that is a robot. Ah. At least that name fits, I think. I think I'm gonna go with the roboticist uh, Salameka. I'm gonna go a back beep boop. I think beep boop maybe has this one. Uh, Salameka's smart, but I we don't know what the challenges are gonna be and uh, whether she'll be able to build herself a gadget fast enough. That's true. That is true. Uh, next up we have here uh, slingshot versus the golden glove. Well. So I'm thinking maybe Slingshot, because I'm reading here that uh, she has emerging cosmic powers, and, well, that's, if that's true, that's quite the power to have in your possession. I mean, define what you mean as a cosmic power, because the competitor here, Golden Glove, is also bonded to an alien. (sighs) Aliens is space. That's true. When I think of cosmic, I think of a vast, powerful, almost unknowable like space. thing. Well, yes, like space. So maybe they... Do you know any aliens? Well, yes. Can I get them on the show? Uh, I'll see if I can contact them. Uh, I'll, I'll back the Golden Glove here. I imagine that he has uh, a bit more experience using powers from beyond the earthly realm. I don't know. Stellar might be onto something thinking about these cosmic powers. I guess I'll, I'm going to back Slingshot for this one. I got to go with the Golden Glove. All right. Next up next up we have here uh, Neko and Asimov. Is it just me or is there like a lot, of, uh, a lot of robots in this part of the bracket? You're not wrong. I can see that it's quite a thing in this bracket. Mm. Yes. Although a cat-eyed mask does sound a lot like some of my old associates. Maybe maybe I'll back Neko on this one. I think comparing the two of them, I'm a little bit more drawn to Neko than I am to Asimov. Although I do enjoy that he has a flaming sword that is... It's overdone. Every hero has a flame in something these days. I think I'm gonna go with Neko. It's a tough one. I appreciate the reference Asimov is going for. Yeah, a suit made of nanobots is pretty cool. But so is a... Uh cat-themed superhero, so, you know. Might have to go with Neko on this one as well. Alright, and with that, oh, hey, look, it's a very familiar name at this point. Um, one... Yes. Catherine Cat Slain the Second. Just Cat. Listen, I'm just reading the paper that's in front of me. It seems that you will be up against one Lady Death here in this first round. Any thoughts on that? Seems a bit of an overblown name. (laughs) Well, obviously, I think Cat can win this. Uh, she's been an amazing person to have on your side, and I think she can win. Aw. Well, getting to talk to you, Kat, and seeing you here, you know, I I have hope that you will make it past Lady Death. You seem quite capable, especially in comparison to Lady Death, who has illusions and emotion control. What kind of power is emotion control? 
Like, what kind of hero thinks, ah, yes, I can control emotions. That makes me have a power. Well, we have a friend like that, and I don't think he particularly enjoys being able to do that. So, I don't know. Oh, that's a shame. You should be proud of your powers. Think if you're a hero, I have the advantage here. They can't go full out with their emotion control powers. Reading this description here, it's entirely possible that uh, they they might not quite be uh, living the hero lifestyle you're expecting. Yes. They do have a flaming motorcycle, after all. That's a bit much. I will vote for you, cats. Uh, you will have to excuse me for uh, instead rooting for your competitor. Whoa. I won't hold it against you. Uh, next up, we have here, we have Scattershot versus... It's Stagehand. Stagehand. Yes. Well, I have to vote for my teammate. Stagehand helped me plenty of times. I wouldn't have been where I was without her help. I'm sensing history here. Oh, yes, we were on the same team. We worked together plenty of times. Oh, you mean with Scam. With Scam. I Let's just say I was on the other side of that team more than once. Hmm. Interesting. I guess that is a way that you could describe the experience that I had. Well, Scam, you're still here, so it could have been worse. Is that a threat? Are you threatening me? No! I didn't know that heroes could threaten. I'm not threatening you, Scam. I'm just saying, sometimes accidents happen. Well, anyways, I believe that my vote is being cast for Scattershot. Well, I'm definitely voting for Stagehan, but the two of you are less biased than the pair of us, so... I like the sound of Stagehan. Fan of a value of pockets. I'm not sure. Maybe Scattershot? Uh, he's super, super humanly tough and incredibly strong. Hmm. Oh, well, do you look at this? In this next uh, matchup, we do have here Warlock and Mystic. Mystic, do you Mystic. have any thoughts uh, here? Yeah, that's uh, sure is me um, against another magic user. So that's going to be interesting no matter what happens. Yeah. Um, you got this. I've seen that Warlock guy around and uh, yeah, he is powerful. Kick his butt. I appreciate your confidence in me. Uh, do you have anything up your sleeve that could stand up to this? Let me read this note here. Goth energy. Um, well, uh, yeah, I have a lot up my sleeve, I think. Um, I've been working on my, on getting control of my powers for a long time now, and, um... Other people tell me that I'm making progress, and I like to believe them, so... Also, I can keep up with goth energy, just not so much in my super po superhero persona. Well, I believe in you, Mystic, so I will vote for you. Listen, if you're a person that believes everything that you hear, then perhaps I can have a conversation with you after the program. <sighs> I'll try my best. Thank you for believing in me. I'll consider it, Scam. I, I was talking to Mystic. Oh. Believe everything I hear, that's not true above me at all. <laughs> I'll still put my money on you. You seem tough enough. I think Mystic's more of a match of his person. Alright, next up we have Rainy Woodrose Sunrise versus Nostella, do you think this is like a hard pH sound or a it's soft like Parallax the Eternal Ha ha ha. Like that's how you have to say that one. I, I've, I've oh, seen God. her around, and that is how she introduces herself. Hmm. Mm. 
That sounds exhausting. It does indeed sound very exhausting. But we forgot to mention, this is the Rancho Paseo bracket, named after oh, yes! our hometown. Ah. Nice. It must be nice to have a bracket named after your home. Yep. <laughs> Would be nice to go home, but we are always seemingly in a Rancho Paseo that's not the one that is home, so... Well, they say home is where you hang a hat, although uh, I see that you do not have any hats. Uh, perhaps I could interest you in one of these commemorative Apex City Cosmos hats that I have here. Where did you get those hats? I know a friend who follows a truck around, and when things fall off, we make sure they go back to their right owner, and uh-huh. they rewarded us with this box full of hats. Uh-huh. All right, scale. Back to the competitors. Rainy Widow Sunrise is quite the name. It it gives a sort of feeling. He's one he's one of your companions. Uh, could you tell us more about him? Uh yeah, Rain uh joined our group uh a little bit later than the rest of us did, but is still a valued member. I actually haven't talked to him that much, but uh it's nice to have him around. He has been quite quiet. Oh, that's unfortunate. More quiet than you? That's impressive. Farallax reminds me of someone I know. Oh. Who's equally as exhausting. So I have to vote for Rain. But uh, I-, I think Rain will do well. Um, especially in an exhibition-style competition like this, where he can uh, uh, really um, work with the audience. He does have a talent for showmanship. Oh! Him as well. Well, you know me, I always have to back the other performers. Although, this Fairlax the Internal is quite an interesting. I will say, it does sound like, uh, despite his name, Rainy Woodrose Sunshine is not quite as Sunrise. exhausting. Sunrise. Oh, sorry. I, regardless of names being correct or not, it does sound like he is a little less exhausting, based on what you have said. Yes. Um, and with that, I will have to give him my vote. Alright, so in this next matchup, we have here uh, Dragonoid versus Kid Katie. I see we have another lizard person competing. Although this seems to be someone who's lizard, dragon, and a dinosaur? I'm pretty sure dinosaurs are lizards. Oh, oh. But well, yes. Listen, my, my book smarts are, are not one of my well-known qualities. <laughs> they both seem to have strength. And durability, but unlike Kid Katie, Dragonoid does not have the ability to see the multiverse and pull aspect into our reality. Oh, maybe this is someone you guys might meet eventually. Well, it it would be nice to to know someone who yeah. could see the multiverse. That could be pretty useful. Very. Uh, I'll I'll go with the lizard, uh, Dragonoid. I don't know what this. Mm eye of grom is or what it is capable of does sound like it is in fact broken yes uh but i i'm going with kid katie i think she will take this victory i'm siding with kid katie in this as well yeah i think katie might have it now next up we have okay someone's got to be playing a joke on me right there's not a hero out there that goes around calling himself sad sack Apparently this there is. is his competitor, Pumpkin, which is hard to say. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Pumpkin is actually a pumpkin. I see. Hmm. 
It seems he was once human, but now he's a pumpkin and a collection of vines. Interesting. This sad sack person seems to have a book in their arm. This is quite the matchup. I think that my money is on Pumpkin for having a... Just sounding like they have greater confidence in themselves. Uh, and as I have learned, confidence will really will get you into any place that you're not supposed to be. Yes. Uh, I agree. I'm voting for Pumpkin. I, there's just something about him compared to Sad Sack. Do, uh, I, do either of you have an opinion? I'm really not sure about this one, but uh, Sad Sack does have power neutralization. So maybe that would be hard for Pumpkin to do anything against that. I'm going with Sad Sack. Do you think that Sad Sack's powers could perhaps cause Pumpkin to experience a Cinderella-style situation? I hope not. That would be quite unfortunate. Hmm. But look, it's just hypothetical, right? Like I said, my book smarts ain't good. Uh, next up we have here the void, just the entire void, it seems, versus Red Queen. Oh, a Red Queen might be a vampire? I, you know, the way her powers sound, I do believe that she could possibly be a vampire, but, uh, the void is also interesting. It's kind of like the opposite of, um, you. Uh, yes. Yes, the the void is definitely completely opposite to what I do. Yeah, uh, she has a very antithetical power set, and with that, I I do believe that uh, she does have my vote. I think Red Queen's gonna take it. Uh, I've seen her around, and she's just really cool. She has Dracula energy, but like in a awesome way. So I'm confused on why you needed to specify awesome way after describing using the word Dracula. I think I'm also going with the Red Queen. There's just something about her comparatively to the Void. I'm siding for Red Queen in this. Alright, uh, next up we have here Insectivore versus Filter. I've also seen Filter's stuff. She's great. Yep, she's definitely the influencer type. More so than a lot of these other heroes. And another light-powered hero. We stars, we love our light powers. <laughs> I'm surprised that you're not interested in Insectivore after your mentioning of cosmic powers. Oh, other Huh. I'm interested to see... Well, yes, now that you look at it, cosmic powers, alongside it transforming into any bug he eats, he has to eat bugs to use his powers. It's a bit rough. Hmm. I understand that there is not a question mark at the end of this uh, description of Insectivore, um, but this last sentence does make me wonder uh, if you had to choose, would you choose flip-flops or roller skates? Oh, flip-flops. Roller skates. I think roller skates are cooler. Stella, I am very surprised by your choice of flip-flops. Why? Roller skates are for superior footwear. Roller skates are a bit more flashy, and from what I know of you, um, which, you know, we know each other. We do know each other, scam. You don't seem like the type to just bum around in flip-flops like perhaps I would. It's not like just any flip flops, but they're they they have their use. And sometimes I like to be a little more, you know, casual. Sometimes I have never been in that experience of your personality ever before in my life. Do you wear those bejeweled flip flops from the nineties? Of course. Ugh, why? Because they're a fashion statement. Why else? They are, in fact, a statement. I'll agree with this. Yep. 
I'll agree with the statement part. It's fine. I don't expect you all to understand fashion. That's a very rude thing to say to our uh, our wonderful guests here, Stellar. Stellar's right. I have no idea about fashion. Well, I like to think I do, but again, I'm just here in my super suit, so I'm not going to talk about what I wear in my uh, mundane persona. The cosmic powers does have me change. As much as I enjoy Filter's content, I think maybe in a fight, Insectivore would... Or a competition, Insectivore would. Oh, I think Filter can do it, especially if it's some kind of organization-based activity. With both flip-flops and roller skates, I do believe that Insectivore is ready for any situation that you could possibly be in. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm on the side of Insectivore here. Alright, uh, in this next matchup, we do have, um, eight. That is just the number eight. Hmm, interesting. Versus Bane Raven. Now, 8 is listed as an Apex City uh, competitor. However, from my understanding, uh, they have never been on Earth at all, ever. Oh, I I wonder if this is the first time they've been to Earth for this competition. Now, Bane Raven seems to be also a performer. Uh, she has dance training. Are you perhaps suggesting that Bane Raven dance her opponent into um, submission? I mean, anything is possible. It depends on what the competition is. Maybe coordination has a factor. It pains me to vote against Apex City, but I think Bane Raven has this for me. Bane Raven's uh, assumed penchant for being in the spotlight based on their power set here uh, reminds me too much of someone I have mixed feelings about, so I will instead be voting for eight. No, Scab, I'm sure you weren't talking about me when you were describing this person you have a complicated relationship with. Obviously not. Of course not. Our relationship is very clearly not complicated by the fact that we are both here on this program. Yes, of course. Um, I think Bane Raven might have this one. Looks like she can take on a lot of different situations. I admire the boldness, just to call themselves eight. Uh, so next up we have Sailfish and how I am going to say Tyrannus. Hmm. Possibly hmm. wrong, although... Hmm. Sailfish seems to be half fish. That's... 12-year-old boy sliced with fish DNA. He doesn't seem old enough to have Oof. willingly been able to consent to something like that. Yes, that's what I mean. That's why it's terrible. It seems I, I don't expect this is something he chose. Is 12 years old, like, the youngest human competitor we've had on this list? I think so. So far. There, I think there might have been that other 12-year-olds. seems questionable. You know, I know you're going to say this is very ironic for me to be saying this, but are you sure that this is a legitimate... Uh, organization. If they're having children compete, it must it must be fine. I don't look at us. We didn't choose to be here. Although we're happy to compete, right, Cat? I will compete. L- l- listen, all right. I I'm gonna h- put my hand over the microphone here, so no one will hear. This is a very this is a safe space. If if y'all need me to call somebody, I can call somebody. It's fine. Who would you even call for something like this? I uh I know a I know a guy or two. I could call Kopi if there really is a problem. You're not, you're not being forced to be here, right? You know, we haven't tried that hard to, quote, escape, so I'm not really sure. Troubling. Mm. Uh, maybe we should move on. 
Uh, per- perhaps. Uh, I'll I'll give it to Tyrannus. Yeah, electricity powers. Well, if he has electricity based and going against a half-fish person. Seller, I want you to think just a sec. I know I'm normally not the person who would say this to you, but perhaps you do not want to insinuate that it is a good idea to an electrocute a 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah, as I was saying, this, this might poor be bad kid has already image. had his DNA spliced. I just think there's more uses for electricity powers versus being a fish. Unless the competition is swimming-based. Well, he's not just a fish. He has inhuman might and impenetrable armor. That's true. I feel sorry for Sailfish. I'll back him. Alright, uh, next up here we have Boom, complete with an exclamation point, versus Highwire. Bold. Now, Highwire does have a power set here similar to, um, the previously mentioned Eliza Highwire. I, as I was saying that I did not even realize how similar the names were, is, is there like a secret connection here? Does anybody know anything about this? I think they've both worked in circuses. Is it a circus thing? They seem very familiar. Mm. I mean, Stagehand would have told you if it was a circus thing, right? Oh, yes. Although she doesn't really like talking about her mentor all that much. Uh Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, it seems that this boom person has a god trapped in her brain. Mm. Seems inconvenient. Uh, very, uh, interesting power of being able to just make things explode. I like that. Simple. I do think, um, copious amounts of explosions and a possible deity brain might be a little bit more multifaceted than being a circus performer. Yes, I'm gonna have to agree. I think Boom has it. I also would back Boom. Yeah, I'm on the side of Boom. Seems like Highwire has literal tricks up her sleeve, like throwing knives but Boom does seem pretty powerful. Alright, well that closes out the Rancho Paseo uh, division, bringing us into our final division, uh, the Cadence division. In our first round for this division, we do see um, two teammates going up against each other. That's a little curl. Yes, this this is the first time we're seeing this this year. I know, things uh, between- And these competitors are- Sorry, I need to say the names real okay. quick. Sorry no to worries. interrupt you. Uh, that would be Zero Degrees and Violence Violet. I don't know. Things between them seem kind of icy. Maybe they're just from the same city and not actually from the same team. Is that a pun? Maybe. <laughs> I like you. With a name like Violence Violet, are we sure that this person is uh, a hero? Could be for branding purposes. They both seem very... Uh... Well, Zero Degrees seems a bit more flashy than Violence Violet, but they both seem to be quite... They seem more like pop stars than superheroes. Yes. Well, I can tell you from experience, you can be a pop star and a hero. That's true. You are proof of that. I'm going to vote for uh, Violence Violet. I'd love to see a goth girl win. Yeah. I will also vote for Violence Violet because I am not entirely sure of her heroic standing. I think I'm gonna go with Zero Degrees. There's just something about him. Uh, I like his style a bit more. I like his powers a bit more. I'm side of Violence Violet. Alright, uh, next up we have Purple Empress versus Odyssey. Odyssey uh, is from the future. Oh. That does... Well, normally that you might 
uh, presume that that kind of thing has some sort of inherent advantage. I have been uh, made aware multiple times that March Madness exists outside of time and space. It's interesting. Odyssey's from the future, but uh, Purple Empress has a uh, Purple Empress has future visions herself. So maybe they both have the upper hand in the same way. I suppose that is possible. Yes. Piper's Empress can also mimic other powers. It looks like. Mm. Although... But does that extend to gadgets? Yeah, her opponent doesn't really seem to have uh, any of yes, those. Yes, that is unfortunate that she got put up against someone who uses just tech. I'm still rooting for her, though. Yeah, that being said, yeah, her uh, her wand here does say that it can turn into other weapons, which presumably could include a teleportation gun. Yes. I'm also going to vote for her. Yeah, I think Purple Empress is the, uh... She does seem to have the, uh, the advantage. Uh, that brings us to the next round of the Unrivaled versus Light Hammer. Oh, Light Hammer. Uh, I know him kind of well. We've, we met last year during March Madness. Uh, he's quite... He's quite the guy, you know? Oh, he wrote that musical this year. Yes. Yes, he did. I heard there was a lot of people in this bracket even involved in it. I myself am a part of it, so please, check it out. Now, Stella, you did say last year, but how many years ago actually was that for you? Oh, well, okay, so I said last year, but it also was about 30 years in the past. And when I was in the musical, it was also about 30 years in the past, but I was brought to the future. Time travel is very complicated. I see. Uh, we have another, uh, unri- the Unrivaled here uh, can also copy powers. Mm. Again, coming up with a more gadget-based hero. Mm, I'm a bit concerned about memory manipulation. That doesn't seem very heroic. My vote is for the Unrivaled. I, I, I guess I'll vote Light Hammer. You sound reluctant to do so. We just, you know, we didn't get along when we, uh, met. I couldn't possibly imagine. <laughs> I think Light Hammer might have this. Uh, I can admire confidence even if I don't have any myself. Yeah, I think I'll go with the same as Mystic. I think I'm going to uh, go with Light Hammer. All right. Uh, in that case, we have next up Flyby. Versus Virgo Regulus. Am I reading this correctly? Virgo is a lion? Head of a lion. Head of a lion, furry body of a person. Did he always have the head of a lion? Yeah, I think he's from outer space. Oh, fascinating. I do see that uh, he wears a dunk crop top, which, while not necessarily related to our personal branding here at Power Dunk Super Sports... Um, does make me feel a bit better about potentially rooting for him and perhaps asking him about future merchandising opportunities. Mm, you you got that right. I think it could be quite interesting. I like this uh, I like flyby. Another person who understands the value of having a lot of pockets. Um, I don't know. I think I might go with uh, Virgo Regulus. It seems like he has a lot of training and maybe he's experienced competitions like this before. Now, excuse me if I am overstepping my bounds here as a host of a program, Cat, but this is not the first time that you have mentioned uh, wanting to have lots of pockets. I feel 
that pockets are undervalued in superhero attire. Sleek, spandex, and nowhere to put your stuff. Just doesn't seem right. Does make it harder to pick someone's pocket if they don't have a pocket. I'll give you that. Except we have Elliot Nagra versus Queen Bee. Oh no, this is our youngest competitor. I'm sorry, 11 years old? 11? I... Maybe we should talk to Koki. Maybe we should. Maybe that is something we should do. Yeah, let us know if anything comes from that. Oh, I've been in very dangerous situations when I was 11. Yes, but were those dangerous situations for the entertainment of others? One specific person. I understand that I have perhaps um, asked a wrong question and we should move on. Yes. Uh, I think I'm going to vote for Queen Bee. I just... 11 is just so young. I don't think this... I don't think Elliot should be in the competition. Uh, I am uh, going to agree with you. Uh, I think I'm going to support Elliot here. He reminds me a little bit of myself at that age, although maybe that means he shouldn't be here. But maybe he can have this. Woo. (laughs) I have learned my lesson and I'm not going to ask any further questions. I'm siding with Elliot. Uh, Next up, we have Spellshock versus Ace. Um, Now, I do see here that Ace is listed as indestructible. Mm, With super senses. That does sound like it would make her tough to beat in almost any situation. Yeah, meanwhile, her competitor, uh, Spellshock, does have magical aptitude and seismic waves, but it does not say that she is indestructible. No. As much as I like Spellshock, she seems quite interesting. I feel like Ace might have the upper hand. I don't know. Indestructibility alone. I think think Spellshock is the advantage here. Uh, I gotta show my support for other Aces. I'm gonna vote for Ace. I, uh due to the indestructibility, we'll be also voting for Ace. Uh, Next up we have here, Lodestone versus Elementum. Um, Both seem to have uh, the the same, or if not the same, very similar powers. Yeah, they both Uh. have elemental control. Yes, but uh, Elementum has enhanced durability, so maybe he stands a better chance. I gotta give it to Lodestone. I think uh, telekinesis, in addition to elemental elemental powers, gives gives her the edge. Not to just immediately sound like I'm disagreeing with you, um, although I am. How is telekinesis differing from control over elements? You can pick up other objects. Yes. Aren't most things made out of elements? Well, here. We're... Well, I think they're going forever old interpretation of what an element is yeah it depends on whether you're talking about like a magical definition or like a chemical definition um i see i saw elementum over at the practice run and he seems the most excited to be here and i think that might help him in the next round so i'm gonna support him Uh, i will also be voting for elementum uh and that brings us to the last matchup of round one we have steel specter Versus Phantom. Phantom. Yeah, Phantom. Ah, this is also one of your uh, companions. Yes. Tell us about Phantom. They're wonderful. Uh, they are, but to be more specific, um, they are really intelligent and intuitive um, and have the life experience of like a million people because of how many dimensions they've been to. So I think they can do well. Fascinating. 
whatever the challenge is, I think Phantom can overcome it. They also have, um, you know, an anti-gravity pack and an invisibility cloak. So if it's a stealth mission, uh, they can probably do it really easily. Interesting. Yes, it seems both of these pe- these competitors have a slight ghost theme, although it seems maybe uh, j- just in different ways. Hmm. It seems Steel Spectre can influence his own density, while Phantom can affect it of other things? It also says that Steel Spectre's skin can become ghostly translucent, which concerns me if it only happens to the skin. Rough. Perhaps uh, he should see a doctor. I think I'm gonna go with Phantom. I will also throw in my vote with Phantom, although mostly uh, just to see if they ever realize that perhaps that interdimensional technology might be useful for perhaps saving their friends from the situation they do not want to be in, it seems. Yes, maybe you should talk to your friend, Phantom. When we have a chance to meet back up, I'll see if I fix the ENA yet. Um, and with that, I do believe that we are done with the main purpose of this week's program. Do you two have anything you would like to say to the audience that is forcibly listening at home? Um. Yes. Phantom, if you're listening, please hurry up and fix the ENA so we can get out of here. Seconding that. They're kidnapping 11-year-olds to p- compete in this. And a lot of 12-year-olds. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, this seems a little sketchy. Well, I, we should leave. Maybe we shouldn't leave, and maybe we should try to protect them this time. Do they have at least have, like, uh, some sort of adult guardian with them? Like, No mention was made of an adult this... guardian. Unless whoever's or- organizing this event, but I wouldn't count them as a guardian. Like, I've run my fair scare of scams, but, like, I wouldn't endanger a kid. Yeah, I don't know how you make money off of this, but I guess maybe it is, like, a Hunger Games type situation. Well, let's not go that far. I presume there's a lot of advertising revenue. I don't think it's going to be as deadly as Hunger Games, but I'm sure that the competitors have... uh, There are adults around, there's people throwing this competition, there must be others besides the heroes who are here. I would still feel like they should have a trusted adult guardian, and not just the staff of the event that is the event that brought the miners into the event. I'm not familiar with the Hunger Games. I- I'll tell you about it later. Is it about an eating contest? Hopefully they came with uh, adults and guardians. I don't know, we didn't, but we're teenagers and not preteens, so... Don't really have guardians. Does does Zanyar count as your guardian? Uh, he's the city's guardian. But I mean, technically assigned to me, or I'm assigned to him through sidekicks, so I guess so. I think this is a situation where I actually want Vanguard around, or a Vanguard. Is the interdimensional calling feature on the spear working yet, or is that also on the Fritz right now? Uh, it's very sketchy. Some things interfering with it. Can't really get a good signal. Ain't that just the way? Well, usually I just hook into the ENA and I can get a better signal but i have to do it manually but uh yeah to to speak to the audiences listening at home uh we and the other wear crew in particular really appreciate your support and uh we're gonna do our best to uh make a great competition yes and with that being said you can join the conversation at home by using the hashtag podunk soup sports that is soup 
spelled like the delicious food slash drink. And you can just do that, I guess. I don't really know what it does. Punch Buggy's niece told me to say this. And I just want to say to all the heroes competing and to all the heroes out there listening to never give up. Because remember, even in the darkness, you can always find a light. Scam, do you have anything to plug or say? Uh, no, I in fact have things that I need to unplug very quickly before people next door realize that I have borrowed their uh, broadcast antenna. Smart. A New Generation is written for Magpie Games by Brendan Conway. It is made of dinosaurs, superhero pageants, and legitimate businessmen. Consider giving it a look-see. Big thanks to James Malloy, who organized March Maskness. James can be found at and the Meltdowns on Twitter, and you can follow March Maskness on Twitter at March Maskness. Scam Likely is played by Cassidy, who also edited this episode and did the album art. She can be found on Twitter at MadLobotanist. Stellar is played by Charlie. C can be found on Twitter at Magical underscore Pride. Mystic is played by Shabam. She can be found on Twitter at Spellbound Mage. Cat is played by Allison. Allison, Shabon, and Charlie can all be found on Otherware at OtherwarePod. The intro and outro music were written by Jeremy, who normally runs this podcast, which can be found on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or hosting talk shows in strange places. Follow Apex City on Twitter at ApexCityCast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next issue.